0: Soul, and stepping in closer, CG and TV to Welcome to Living Life. Uh, very recently, there was this college admission scandal that rocked the United States of America. You see, many, many parents out of their so-called love for their children, and they are bribing officials or finding very different ways to get their children into these amazing and famous universities. Uh, some spent thousands of dollars, some others spent hundreds of thousands of dollars. And although it's easy for us to point the finger at them, uh, the scandal actually reveals two universal truths that applies to us today as well. Uh, number one, that sin has its consequences. And the consequences of sin are often very, very terrible. And secondly, when we are given the choice, we often choose the selfish answer. When given the choice and we have the power to do so, we often choose sin instead of following the path that God has laid out for us. So as we look at today's passage in Jeremiah 2 today, let's look what happens when a world is filled with sin. Let's look what happens when the people of God choose sin over Him.
1: Jeremiah, chapter 2, verses 9 through 19. Therefore, I bring charges against you again, declares the Lord, and I will bring charges against your children's children. Cross over to the coasts of Cyprus and look. Send to Gadar and observe closely. See if there has ever been anything like this. Has a nation ever changed its gods? Yet they are not gods at all but my people have exchanged their glorious God for worthless idols. Be appalled at this, you heavens, and shudder with great horror, declares the Lord. My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. Is Israel a servant, a slave by birth? Why then has he become plunder? Lions have roared, they have growled at him. They have laid waste his land. His towns are burned and deserted. Also the men of Memphis and Tipanus have cracked your skull. Have you not brought this on yourselves by forsaking the Lord your God when he led you in the way? Now why go to Egypt to drink water from the Nile, and why go to Assyria to drink water from the Euphrates? Your wickedness will punish you your backsliding will rebuke you. Consider then and realize how evil and bitter it is for you when you forsake the Lord your God and have no awe of me, declares the Lord, the Lord Almighty.
0: And today in Jeremiah chapter two, we see God bring charges against his own people. In today's passage, it seems like God becomes the judge and he brings charges and he lays out what they are to Jeremiah. In verse 9, this is what he says. He says, Therefore I bring charges against you again, declares the Lord, and I will bring charges against your children's children. Uh, these charges of sin, the fact that the people of God are committing sin over and over again, the consequences are very, very great. Uh, even though we don't want to acknowledge it, sin always has consequences. In this case, the consequences not only affect the people of God in that moment, but it affects their children and affects their children's children as well. We have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. We know eternal salvation, but that does not mean that our sin does not have consequences. Our sins today always have consequences, and oftentimes those consequences are terrible and does not only affect me, but ends up affecting our loved ones and our neighbors as well. God brings other charges against Israel to Jeremiah. In verse 11, he says, Has a nation ever changed its gods? Yet they are not gods at all. But my people have exchanged their glorious gods for worthless idols. He's saying the people of God, even though they are the chosen people of God, meant to be holy and set apart, they change their gods even more than other people. Even though the other people do not know gods, they don't change their gods as much as the Israelites change their gods. How much the Israelites have opened their hearts and their worship to idols, things that they have made out of their own hands. Uh, even though god has done so many amazing things for them god has given them miracle after miracle after miracle and has watched over them the people have continued to worship idols and to forsake the law that god has given them you know a few years back when i was younger uh, there was this fad that went around and everyone had these bracelets on the bracelets they said wwjd uh, what would jesus do uh, after that kind of faded away there were these new bracelets that said f-r-o-g Uh, If you're a certain age, you probably remember these bracelets, and it says, fully rely on God, F-R-O-G. You see, the question is, what would Jesus do? The answer would be, fully rely on God. Uh, The reason why these people, the Israelites, were not able to follow God is because they were not able to fully rely on God. Even though they knew God, and they probably relied on him on certain things, they were not able to fully rely on God. So they worshipped idols as backup. They worshiped all these idols, and they opened up their hearts to idol worship, and they just uh, perverted everything that was going on in the true worship for God. And in verse 13, God lays out two other major sins that the Israelites committed. It says, My people have committed two sins. They have forsaken me, the spring of living water, and have dug their own cisterns, broken cisterns that cannot hold water. The first sin is that they have forsaken God they are forsaking the spring of living water god gives them strength god gives them life but they have turned their backs to god and they know all this because they have the law that states that god is everything yet they're openly willing to turn their backs to god secondly they dug their own cisterns broken cisterns that cannot hold water see at the time uh, the best place, the best source of water, was actually streams of water that will pass, that will be part of the land. Uh, the second choice, the bad choice, would be cisterns. But these people not only dig their own cisterns, don't only make the wrong decision; they dig their own cisterns and broken cisterns that cannot even hold water. Yet they keep going back to these broken cisterns over and over again and worshiping these false idols. God continues in verse 18. He says, now why go to Egypt to drink water from the Nile? And why go to Assyria to drink water from the Euphrates? Why do you go to these foreign powers and drink the water, drink their gods, take in their culture, when you have the source of life right in front of you? When you have God as part of your nation right in front of you, why are you not looking at what is right in front of you and going to these foreign powers? that are going to be the source of not life, but actual death. But the people, they continue to sin against God and to forsake Him. As a matter of fact, in verse 19, this is what God says at the end. Your wickedness will punish you. It's not God that is punishing them, but it's their own wickedness that is leading them to a path to punishment. Your backsliding will rebuke you. Consider then and realize how evil and bitter it is for you when you forsake the Lord your God have no awe of me declares the Lord, the law almighty. The people, they were called to fear the Lord and only fear the Lord. But instead, they started fearing other things. They were in awe of other nations. They were all in themselves, all of their own power, perhaps. And they forsake God over and over and over again. And they refuse to turn back. As we read today's passage, let us remember the one true source of life, and that is God. Only God could provide the true life, everlasting life, us. And if we were to turn our backs to him, let us take this time to remember God's love and to repent. Let us take this time and remember all the different parts in our lives where we are forsaking God. Perhaps we are turning God, turning away from God in our workplaces. Perhaps we're turning away from God in our relationships, in our homes, in our church, wherever it may be. Let us be reminded today that we could go back to God, that God alone is a source of life and let us not partake in the living in the waters elsewhere. Scripture tells us of one living water that could quench our thirst forever. That living water is Jesus Christ. He says, everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again, but those who drink of the water that I will give them will never be thirsty. The water that I will give them will become in them a spring of water gushing up to eternal life. So today, let us rely on God. Let us fully rely on God. And remember that Jesus Christ is a source of living water that could provide eternal life for all of us. He is the source of everlasting peace, everlasting joy, and everlasting salvation. Let us pray. Dear God, we thank you for today's word. We thank you for reminding us that the path of sin can only lead to death and that the path, the narrow path that you have led us can only lead to life. When we are given that opportunity to choose, let us choose life. Let us remember all the amazing things that you have done for us and let us remember that Jesus is a source of living water, living life, and He is the only source of life for us. So in many different ways, when we turn our backs to God, let us remember today, to return back to You, be able to go down the narrow path and be able to choose You, the true source of life. We thank You, we love You, and we pray all this in Jesus' name, Amen. For a